and welcome to episode 13. 13. 13 of the Forza World podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's doing well. It's, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm not... It's I'm a not drunk as, mess last week. It was a drunk mess last week. Jesus Christ. Aaron was waffled by yes. the time we hit the, the play, play button on our podcast. Oh my God, it was so bad. Granted, I was told to not drive so that I could have drinks. That's true. I didn't mean drink the entire liquor cabinet, but yes, correct. So uh, you brought this upon yourself. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, we are having a drink today. We, we are having, having a, a little drink. Stella Artois, a little afternoon podcast for a change. Yep. It's I got uh, Michelob going. Aaron's got, yeah, I got to pass him the Michelob actually. Yes. But yes. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. A very nice afternoon beer, a nice little afternoon recording. So yeah, it's good stuff. Well, we got some news actually. We have a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, well, eh, I don't want to say a lot of news. We have one big piece of news that we want to talk about. Forza news. Forza yes. news. Uh, the rest of it is somewhat news, but we just don't. It's more motorsport stuff. More motorsport stuff. It's, it's stuff Forza we want to talk about. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the Forza news. Well, by the time this episode comes out, um, it's probably already going to be well known that the expansion has been announced for yes. Forza Horizon Five. Yes. We pretty much. This is the day before uh, the announcement, and we're pretty certain of what it's going to be. Yeah. My guess is it's going to be some sort of rally slash Dakar slash Baja off-road oriented expansion. Yeah, this should be the successor for the original Forza Horizon 1 rally expansion. Rally expansion, If yes. they do it right, that's what this should be. It's what it looks like it'd be. If they do this right, I think this is going to bring a lot of people back to Horizon. You think so? I think so. Because Horizon 5, as I'm sure we all know, has been trailing in its playability. Oh, dear God. Yes. Because there's nothing to push people to keep playing. Like, yeah, you got your accolades going, but congratulations, you complete every single accolade in the game and you get a Koenigsegg Regera. Yeah, cool. There's Sweet. cars that are just as fast. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll survive without it. I have two Regeras in my garage. Yeah. Do I care about another one? No. No. Fantastic. Um, but I think again, if they do this right, if it is the successor to the horizon rally expansion from horizon one, I think it's going to bring a lot of people back. Yeah. There should be more of a sense of progression to it as well. Yeah. Like if it's anything like the original, there was like a certain like flow to each stage and you kind of moved your way through it. Right. There was a start and there was a finish to it. Yeah. It was very clear in that sense. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it should be. Horizon Rally meets the Blizzard Mountain sort of little community thing where you've that got like cool. this little station, like this one little center for the expansion festival. festival. Yeah. And then that's it, right? Yeah. Everything, like there's no other core within that expansion map. And then the rest is just open desert, I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. The one preview picture kind of insinuates that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm more worried that this is going to be another expansion where you you load into this new map and you have Fortune Island. Oh, That's Fortune it. Island Fortune was, Island. was really good. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, it wasn't the most well received when it came out. No, it's actually really fun. It was. A, I liked it was Fortune a really Island. good expansion. Or was it Fortune Island? What the hell was it? It was Fortune Island. Fortune. Oh, Island. Storm Island's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I Storm really Island was Horizon Storm too. Island. That one was a lot of fun. That was really good. Yes, but my concern is it's going to be very similar to the rest of the expansions that they do, where you go in, and you're like, oh, here's another championship. Do the championship. Congrats, you finished the championship, and now you're done with this map entirely. Yeah. 
and it's kind of designed to be like that. It probably will be like that. It's it's a little bit of a defib just to get people playing for a little bit again. Yeah. I mean, that's really all these are at this point. It's kind of disappointing. Like, I mean, the amount of times I just left the game on Blizzard Island or Blizzard whatever the fuck. Blizzard Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. Uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the game was constantly on that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that was before elements were like a really huge part of the game. It was like the first time there was snow and all that. So it was really fun. But... It was just a good map in general. It was a good so map. So I wonder if this little Dakar, whatever you want to call it, Dakar, which I don't know, Baja, Dakar, Rally Baja, or whatever. whatever it is. Yeah. Baja uh, chicken Baja. sub. Baja chicken sub from Quiznos, by the way, is so good. They do not Ooh. sponsor us, but I wish they did because that sub, man, I'd eat that every day if we had a Quiznos near here. We don't so have a Quiznos good. near here there. Baja. So that's, that's funny. I think of the sandwich first when I think of Baja, then I think of the car stuff second. Oh, yes good chicken sandwich it's a good it, very good proves how good of a chicken sandwich that is yes if i'm not complaining about it it's very good yes but we'll see i don't know um i didn't think they advertised this thing very well though. like Jesus no christ no 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 and that's that's another thing that i wanted to to mention is back in the day when you had the forza expansions or the trailers or anything like that they didn't lead up to it in any way they posted it here's the trailer here's the teaser here's the expansion whatever it is um like with forza motor no forza horizon 2 when they did that 10 second teaser of that lamborghini that was it that's all that was and it was like surprise here you yeah go. i don't know if you guys remember that just that yellow uricon yeah ripping through like some cornfields or something like yeah. that it was a big deal because horizon one i mean you couldn't go outside of those guardrails very rare what the golf course that's it that was like yeah. the only place you could really do that and then there was a reason why everybody hung out at the golf course because it was sick just to rip around and fling your car at things but it was like a big deal where it's like, okay, now this is like a legitimate open world game, like legit start to finish. But I mean, that teaser, I mean, that satisfied everybody for months, it felt like. Yeah. And it was like a, a big, okay, I'm definitely tuning into this launch. Yes. Like I see this video, this looks sick. Uh, it sounded really good too. I don't know if you remember like it hitting the rev limiter too. Yeah, it was just like the sound was a big improvement everything yeah. was a, it was a big step up that game in general really like the graphics still kind of hold up yeah so i mean you start to think of okay well all the old horizon games crushed the dlc uh trailers and announcements and you, you always kind of knew when something was coming out it was very prevalent even without you got to remember there was no horizon instagram nope. there was just like forza official or forza motorsport official that covered everything yeah and then playground started to have an account and then all of a sudden there was a horizon account nobody knew if it was real for a while but like back then they had no problem promoting it everybody was on the same page and the news was very evident yeah and now it's like i mean i don't know this is a day before the expansion they announced something yesterday or two days ago supposedly i just came across it this morning by chance i like sneezed and I dropped my phone and then I picked it up and then it scrolled to it. So if I didn't sneeze, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't have even known this is coming out. And you didn't know until recently either. I didn't know until uh, yesterday evening. Uh, I was scrolling through and I saw this post. It wasn't even from the Forza official Instagram. It was from someone else. Um, shout out Fastlane Gaming, honestly. They got mm. a lot of really good... Fastlane uh, Gaming is great. Fastlane Gaming yeah, is great, are. 100%. Um, it was on on that page and i saw it and i was like "Ooh, okay hold on and i started scrolling through and i looked at it and i was like oh okay um one we got the audi s1 quattro coming back the actual rally car so i'm excited for that because that's one of my favorite cars to drive mm-hmm. but 
other than that, I'm like, okay, well, I completely forgot about it until today when you mentioned it. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is happening because I just read about it. I was like, oh, right, I read about that yesterday. But that's the issue that we're having is there's no hype anymore. Yeah. They I don't mean, hype it up like they used to. Yeah, and even it's just weird, right? Like, I mean, I'm not saying you have to hype it up like you used to necessarily, but it just seems like that key element of grandeur and drama and like storytelling sort of, I guess. I don't really know how you want to put it, but there's no buildup, right? No. You should have like a little teaser and then a little bit more info and then there's a reason to tune into the event. But it's so linear where it's like, this is the date and it's like a day before and it's like buried somewhere and it's like, here you go. It's like, and so there's no hype, right? You have nothing to get excited for and it doesn't really build it up properly. We saw it with motorsport. Yeah. I mean, it's the same pattern. And how they kind of announced this too, they buried it in that kind of live stream format on their Instagram. Yeah. Like the graphic template is buried in that like Forza Go or whatever the hell it is. Whatever it is, yeah. And the, the live stream thing I've never tuned into once. No. Yeah. And it says Forza Horizon 5 expansion to reveal yeah. on that post. I yeah. didn't know it said that. Yeah, it's buried. Like you wouldn't know. I like it, it's not it's like the third largest text on the page. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And what I find kind of more disappointing is they ended up posting that picture with the background of, you know, what the expansion is supposed to look like. It doesn't look any different than any other festival. Yeah. It doesn't look any different than any other festival thing that they've posted to promote the game itself. It looks like a stock image. It looks like a, yeah, it looks like, oh, the only okay, cool. The only real hint image. is the Horizon Festival banners are like this orange. Yeah. Orange, yellow, and it really reminds me of the Forza Rally sort of stuff for yeah. some reason. I don't know. I just, I get that feeling just the way it's kind of branded. But yeah, it's not uh, that significant. No. Like, why not put like a super juicy image on there where it's like, ooh, like, what is that? Like, we, we've never seen anything like that before. Like, yeah. shot of a car, like, a big car and a big jump, and then everybody gets to speculate and talk about it. Like, all this is, is people are just like, oh, it's in the desert, and I see, like, a little rally stage, and, like, that's it. So it's Horizon Rally. But yeah. it's not like, that looks sick. Yeah. There's nothing about this that says, that looks sick. It's just, this is a, probably a rally game. Yep, that's, that's all it. it is. And we'll release a special episode. If we're completely wrong right now and you're listening to this and you're like, these, are, these guys are idiots. It's Horizon Tokyo. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna, all right, well, I'm an idiot. Then fine, right? Then we'll do a separate show dedicated to kind of like a review of it. Yeah. I think we'll probably do a review anyways, depending on how it goes. We might just mash into another show if it's what it's going to look if like. It's, but yeah, if, we're, if it's like a subpar, like, yeah, this is kind of what we expected. You know, there's cool parts. There's disappointing parts. It is what it if is. If it's, it's exactly another, what we expect, it'll, it's going to get thrown in with another it's show. It's going to get thrown yeah. in with another show. It's yeah. going to get mashed into something else. If it either exceeds our expectations or, like you said, if we're completely wrong and it's something completely different. Yeah. Because you look at some of the, uh, the rock formations, it looks like it could be Arizona. It See, looks, that's what's different. If it's Texas or Arizona or Cal, like Southern part of California or something like that, that is major. That, I think they'd be stupid to do it because... But at the same time, I think they'd be stupid not to do it. Uh, see, this is this is my take on it, though. I think if you're going to return to the U.S., you got to return to Colorado. I think the next time you, air quote, step foot in the States, it, it, it has to be like... Back in Colorado. You do Colorado and then your expansion is different parts of the States. 
I think that, that would be that would be good. That's got to be the move, in my opinion. That would be good. And eventually, they will go back to the states. So make no bones about it. Like it, it will eventually either get remastered or or, or something well, like that. I I wouldn't be surprised if Horizon Six was the last Horizon game. Honestly, really, I wouldn't be surprised. Why? Because it's been dying. Mm. This this is going to be another show completely in and of itself. Um, there are other competitors that are coming onto the scene. Crew Motor Fest looks exactly like Horizon 5. If you've seen anything about the Crew Motor Fest I have trailers? no idea. No? Okay. It looks like... What is it? The Crew Motor Fest. Oh, the crew. the crew. Sorry. It's the third crew game. Uh, it was going to be expansion for the Crew 2, but then they decided they're going to make their own game. It's the Crew Motor Fest. If you watch the trailer, it looks exactly like Horizon 5. You see huh. this, uh, the Lamborghini Cien, Cyan, whatever you pronounce it, Roadster, the Ford Bronco... Uh, Shelby Cobra, it looks like Horizon 5. Whenever it decides to release or whenever they end up releasing more information, Test Drive Solar Crown. That's going to be yeah, huge. Yeah, that Test Drive game is pretty major. That's going to be yeah, big when that great. releases. Because if you played any of the Test Drive games before, you know how detailed it was, you know what the customization was like, buying a car from a dealership and being able to customize the interior, the exterior, the wheels, you know, all of that stuff. That was big for mm. for stuff like that back then you could use turn signals you could put the roof up and down on every single convertible in that game casually mm-hmm. unlike i don't know 80 percent of the convertibles that are in horizon 5 right now that don't have the roof mechanic yeah what's up with that like there's six seven ish convertibles that, that you can actually use the that's... convertible portion of the roof for and that's it that's so stupid. Yeah. That was such a like big deal, I remember, in the, the trailer for this game. I, you'd think every car would have it. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that, to be honest with At you. At first, there were like three. It's a bit of a novelty. That's probably why. Like I kind of forgot about the whole convertible thing, if I'm being honest with you. I usually yeah. just set it and forget it, and that's it. But honestly, if I'm driving around, and I have a convertible, and I got the top down, and I'm just... You know, well, you're more of you're things. more of a driver view guy, right? Yeah. See, I'm not, so I don't really care. Yeah, doesn't but, affect me none. That's fair. But if I'm buzzing through the canyons or whatever it is, and it starts raining, you bet I'm gonna pull over, put the roof up, enjoy that mechanic. Such a dork, I am. Yes, thank Jesus. you. Jesus, I don't like. I don't know. I, there's obviously people that want stuff like yeah, that to there be is. The there is. Yeah, either do it or don't. Like it, it's kind of done half-assed. It for is sure. But anyway, we're we're getting off topic. General general gripes and general excitements about this expansion. Right. The expansion is coming out tomorrow, um, as per when this is well being announced. Recorded. I don't know if it's launching, but yeah, or is well, it launching? It's, no, it's it's being announced tomorrow. Okay, whatever. So yeah, it's being announced tomorrow, um, as per when this is being recorded. When this comes out, it's already going to be well known to the public. So here are two reactions. Oh my god, this sucks. This is not what we expected at all. Um, and we're disappointed to play this. I can't believe Forza would ever think that this would be acceptable to launch. Okay. Reaction number two. Holy shit. This is going to be fucking huge. I need to get back on Forza and download this expansion right now. Okay. Those are my two reactions. I have one reaction. You have one reaction. This is reasonable, and I might play it, and it looks kind of cool, but like it's kind of disappointing. I that's it. bet you that's going to be the one. Yeah, I bet you I'm right, and I bet you it's that exact tone of voice. Oh, probably. Probably. Like that monotone, like, yeah. It's fine. Like, the, like picture whatever the game is, and we'll see how wrong I am. The okay. following show, we'll see how wrong I am. Yep. Well, it's a decent pack. It's okay. Uh, I wish they would have done blah, blah, blah. 
but like I'm still glad they did it. Blah blah blah. Uh, it's gonna be okay. It's kind of fun. I give it a five point eight or a six out of ten. I think it'll be entertaining. I might play it. It's not gonna keep me playing the game, and there's still no progression. Cool. That's probably accurate. That's probably and that's accurate. me talking out of my caboose uh, yes. the exact same way I have for the past seven years. <laughs> Honestly, right? Like it, it is. That's the trend. Episodes. Every pretty much every single thing. The Hot Wheels pack was very good, but it it was very much like Horizon Five, and it looked really good. And you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. And then you start to play it, and you're like, ah, it is just kind of the same disappointment that they just dressed up a little bit. Yeah, and it's that first little starting bit that's fun. I thought the Ryzen pack was actually really good. I think the replayability isn't as good as the first um, Hot Wheels pack, sorry. No. But it's okay. It's so still, I would expect the same out of the Rally pack. Yeah. It's still like the, the Hot Wheels one, it's still fun to go in and mess around and stuff like that and you know drive around upside down and whatever it is. But like you said, the replayability just doesn't exist like Blizzard Mountain, like Storm Island, like Fortune Island. So I think yeah. I think this this next expansion is going to determine whether or not people genuinely stick with this game because this is going to be the last expansion. Yeah. Keep in mind. This is this is the last big change to Horizon 5 really, we'll say. Really? Like the bat last little big I said it earlier that kind of the defibrillator sort of thing where it's like let's get a couple more people alive and back in the game. Yeah. After this, like, what other incentive are you going to have for people to tune in? Yeah. Right? Like, so, okay, this is the last gonna, big thing. You're going to have that seasonal stuff where it's, oh, here's a new story, or here's a new whatever, here's the Even the then, it's just players. like, I don't but care. But it doesn't, right? no, I know, but that's my point. It doesn't give you that that jolt. That Yeah, this is, the, the two expansions are the most important thing for this game. Yeah. So I would say, after this, we turn our attention to motorsport. 100%. Because, uh, to confirm from our last show, yeah, it looks like the fall. It so does. it looks like a fall release. That seems to be the feeling. Shocked. Shocked. Like wow. once again that we are correct in our predictions of like just taking in all the history of the past seven years and all the nonsense sort of stuff that we've been fed. Usually fall release, super disappointing. Yep. Whatever. Right? October, late October, beginning yeah. of November. Yeah, it, usually. So uh I, I think that's how it'll go though, is this is kind of the last hurrah. It's crazy. This game was released in 2021. To think about, it really is crazy. Oh yeah, right. The fact that it's you know we're, it's me we're two, two two months we're two months into 2023 already, and it's going to be out for two years. It doesn't it doesn't feel old. It doesn't feel old, which I think is something that we have to credit Horizon Five for because it doesn't. feel... Well, see, no, that's not what I say. It does, uh, like I would say it doesn't feel old because nothing has happened in two years. That's fair. That's what I would say. Okay. I don't think it has anything to do with the merit or the playability or the long-term playability of the game. I would just say, fuck all has happened in the past two years. Motorsport has given us nothing to work with. Yeah, We know more about the game through little leaks and stuff like that than what has actually been announced, which is unacceptable for the past two years. Yeah, I get the whole COVID thing. Suck it. I, I understand, right? Fine. Uh, I know there's challenges with the whole motorsport thing right now. Whatever. Uh, Horizon, nothing has happened. It's just little nonsense and, ooh, Oreo Pagani. You should come on because it looks like an Oreo. It's like, first of all, how would I hear about that? As a casual player of the game, how the hell am I going to hear about, like, there's this whole Oreo thing that everybody's going nuts over? Or, like, whatever, right? And what makes that Pagani different than 
the regular one other than the fact that it's painted. Yeah, background knowledge. Uh, there's Oreo, I don't know, Oreo not North America was doing some promotion <laughs> where they were giving away DLC codes with like uh, purchase or whatever. And you get like an in-game Pagani and it's like Oreo themed or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Forza, in general, the page was giving them away. They gave like eight codes away to the world, which seems backwards and half-assed and just stupid if it is actually that desirable. It doesn't matter. It's still not going to get me to play the game. These are vanity things. Once again, every single goddamn show that we do, it's like, yes, but why should I come back on? And also, how would I hear about this? How would I hear yeah. about all these different things that are happening in the game? If you're really like, how the hell am I going to hear this expansion is coming out? I almost missed it. I've had Forza Horizons notifications, like their Twitter notifications yep. for every single tweet for, I don't know, three, four years. And I missed that. I have no, like, I get every notification that whenever they do anything, and I miss that there's this expansion tomorrow. That should never happen. No. So no. that's, I think, the biggest issue is, like, if you're going to try to get people to play this game, how are you sending that message out? There should almost be, like, an email list or something. I know it's kind of old school, but, like... And honestly, you know? like, YouTube's still a, a platform to use. Yeah, to put out, a, like, a viralish kind of video teaser. Like... yeah. What's wrong with that? Put on another Jay-Z song and just roll with it, man. Like do even even if it's like a five, ten second clip. If it's a five, ten second yes. clip, you already released the fact that the I'm marking Audi that S1, on my calendar immediately. Yeah. You released that the Audi S1 Quattro is coming back. Use that car. Because then you're not spoiling anything that else. That would be sick. Like yeah. you know, use that car, uh, have it sliding around a corner with Is that not know, in the game? Hmm? S1 Quattro isn't in the game? Nope. Not yet. Huh. True. I, I know. Um, that makes you think but have that have that sliding around a corner um you know have the the dude stepping out of it lifting a trophy or something like that yeah and that's it yes something like that and and yeah that's it just have like kind of a quick cool song on in the background yeah whatever dude it's really not that difficult so i don't know we'll see i think my earlier reaction of just kind of eh that'll probably be what it is my prediction of a 5.8 out of 10 remains I think that's accurate. That's we, Forza talk. We'll do a review. We'll review show if we need it. But yeah, other than that, th oh, there is one little tidbit of Forza news. Oh, this okay. is an interesting one. Uh, you guys might, I don't know what you guys will think about this at home, but this is the headline. This is from Eurogamer.net. Mm. Forza Horizon 5 creative director and several team members break away from playground games. This is an old article. This is January 10th. I so heard about this. About this, a month yes. ago. So um, it sounds like uh, the lead producer at playground was it matt mike brown matt brown something brown? not even close tom butcher oh i don't think there is anybody with that name there is mike oh, brown. brown my creative brown, director mike brown never mind i'm wrong okay let's just <laughs> cut that whole thing out i was reading that thing okay so all right so hang on let's just restart this whole thing okay so it's it's uh the forza horizon 5 creative director mike brown has uh basically like stepped away and created his own studio and he's brought a couple people with him so he took uh, a lead producer, he took a technical director, he took a technical art director, he took an audio director, he took uh, another art director, and I thought, I swear to God, there was something in there, like creative director sort of stuff, something like that. So that's massive. Sorry, Mike Brown is the creative director, the main yes. guy. So that's massive. Because this game stinks. I think a lot of these guys, like, I mean, audio, hello. 
uh, audio has been a big pain point for a lot of people for a long time. So let's get everybody possible in the audio department out. Start fresh, start fresh because it sucks. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sound accurate. They all sound like Buicks. So time to go. And I think the creative director, I mean, Jesus Christ, the creative direction of this game is a fucking nightmare right now. They got more socks than ever and horns and, and general nonsense. Like, oh my God. So it's time for a change there. So I know nothing about these people. I don't know if they listen to the show every day. I don't know uh, anything about them other than they're in positions that if we're going to look at how they reflect on the game, not good right now. So I'm down for a change. It's very interesting. And given how important Forza Horizon 6 is going to be for the viability of this franchise long term, I'm down for this. I just thought it's a really interesting point. Yeah. And again, with the fact that, like you said, the creative director yes. has left to create his own studio. Um, Reportedly, it doesn't look like it's racing related, by the way. But yeah. What, his new studio? His new studio doesn't look like it has anything to do with cars. Yeah, okay. So, so well, it's not like there's another reasons. game being made here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think depending on who they get in as the new creative director and depending on what that creative director has worked on in the past, this game is going to go one of two ways. Like, yeah. Oh, it'll sink or it'll swim. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt in my mind. It, it beckons the question if they'll inter, like internally promote somebody or if they're going to look for somebody elsewhere. I don't know what the solution is. I would hope from elsewhere because this game needs a shake up. It needs somebody with a brain. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest, it's, it's none of this is hard. We won't, we won't get that into it. Uh, we have, um, next couple of shows, we're going to really dive into like, what is the problem? What is the goddamn problem with this game? And we'll go over thing. And it's, it's one thing to complain, but it's another thing to offer solutions. And that's just what we're going to do. And we're going to put out a post and we're going to get a couple concerns, a couple comments, some ideas from you guys on Instagram, yep. because there's been some fantastic there's community, been a insight, of, uh, community insight on our page. There's been a lot of really good Very ideas. Very good. Oh yeah. The one little thing I'll tease, the one guy who said customizing your race suit on Forza, how in the sweet hell has that never been added? Yeah. The amount of crap we can customize in this game and we can't do that. Oh, you want to change your socks from white to beige? Cool, not a problem. You have to get a wheel spin. You have to wheel spin once and we'll give you eight pairs of socks. Yeah, there you go. But that's it. Oh my God. Why can't we customize that on Motorsport or Horizon? It doesn't make any sense. You should be able to add little like sponsors and stuff. You should be able to pick the race suit. You can win helmets. That one kind of makes sense. Like if you, if you gives you something to work towards, maybe earn helmets or something, whatever. But like, why can't you customize it? Why not? Doesn't make any sense. So, anyways, we'll no we'll, we'll discuss it. That'll we'll that'll be in a stuff. in a later yeah. show. Yeah. Um, but moving moving away from the Forza talk because we get into this very passionately, and we we would be here mm. for two and a half hours. It's it's time to take a turn into complaint corner. Oh, I got to complain about stuff. You get to complain about oh, stuff. Good. I, 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 apart from the whole, all everything that we have just been complaining about in the show, correct. What do we got this week for mm. complaint mm. corner? Jason? Well, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, it's not food related, but it's not. Food let's related. get that music going. There we go. Now I'm human. Okay. Now you're I up. can't stand when people badmouth the reliability of German cars. And hear me out on this, okay? Okay. It's a bit less heated because we're not talking food this time, but it drives me nuts when people will say to people, you know, if, if it's your first German car you're trying to buy, oh, oh, German cars are so unreliable, they're so expensive, oh, 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 it's just not worth it. 
Well, like, dude, honestly, it's it's a it's a group of people that do no oil changes on their car, and then everything blows up all at once. And then they go on Reddit, and then they talk about how expensive it was to fix their BMW's engine because they thought that doing a twenty thousand mile service interval for their fluids was acceptable. And then you see this forty thousand dollar repair bill that gets floated around on Reddit and all these different forums, and everybody's like. Oh, the German cars are so expensive. It was like a bunch of idiots right when forums come out in like 2000 did yep. this. And now everybody thinks it's super expensive to fix German cars. It's not. There's like a, a 10, 15 year period where German cars had like no turbos, basically. All the nice ones had no turbos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My car. Your car. Um, so it's like, dude, all you have to do is keep up with fluids. I've had no trouble with mine. The Cadillac SUV, the SRX that I have, which looks like a computer mouse, is far more unreliable than the Mercedes is. It has costed yep. me double in ownership, yep. despite it being less than a sixth of the price of the Mercedes. Yep. And it's cost me way more. And it doesn't even take uh, premium. It's like, oh my God. So everybody, as I was going to buy the C63, everybody was like, oh, you shouldn't do it. Unreliable, expensive to maintain. Well, no, because FCP Euro, shout out, I get basically all my parts for free under their free warranty program. So yep. all my consumable parts, oil, they send my oil back to give me new oil for free. Uh, hello, I'm doing that with the Cadillac now. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, oh my god, it, it's so stupid because there's so many ways around ownership, like cheap ownership for a German car, and they're more yep. reliable and they're built better. Yep. So it's just idiots who know nothing about it who drive fucking NPC cars that drive like Honda Civics. And they're like, oh yep. my car is great. It's like, well, you have cloth seats and you have wind down windows, so I'm not listening to you at all. Oh yeah, like it's just, oh my god. Boils my blood, dude. It's just people who don't know anything about it, and it's people who never owned it. Yeah, it's always, always the people who talk the most shit about German cars have never owned one. Never owned a German vehicle in their entire life no, because they can't afford it. Exactly. And you have a BMW. I have a BMW. You don't it have a been. fancy dancy BMW. No, you have one. I have, I have a BMW. It's, it's the base model of the five series. And as soon as I bought that, everyone was like, "Don't buy a turbocharged BMW. You're gonna have issues with it. The turbo's gonna blow up. Your engine's gonna blow up. You're not gonna make it forty thousand miles." Turbo's a concern with any car. Yeah, any, any car. car. It doesn't matter. And I've had it for over a year now. It's been like a year and a half now. I've had one issue with it, and that was caused by a dealership. Yes, by a BMW certified by dealer. By a BMW certified dealer, I had one issue with it because they fucked up and they didn't, you know, clean my car properly. And they basically they ruined up. an electronic they piece. They ruined an electronic piece of my car. The, the last thing I'm going to add on this is... No shit, your service is going to be expensive if you go to the dealer to do service. Obviously, it doesn't matter what. Wow, type of car imagine you that if you go to the Mercedes dealer to do Mercedes service, it's going to be expensive. Huh? Wow, I didn't think of that one, yeah. dude. Cadillac's ridiculous doing service at the dealer. It's yeah. outrageous. But if you are actually smart and you have a decent mechanic or you're handy and you know how to do routine labor yourself, you can save a ton of money. Yeah. So that's why the cost of ownership is so much lower for the Merc because it's the same stuff and less stuff goes wrong more stuff goes i i've never had to do a repair on the mercedes knock on wood somewhere but the cadillac i have yeah and then routine service is about the same cost really actually the the merc is much cheaper now because they get everything for free yeah but whatever so anyways that's my rant for this week drives me nuts when when people talk about that there's so many uneducated opinions out there and it's fine if you don't know what you're talking about but my God, so many people are missing out on like owning a German car. And by the way, Volkswagens are excluded from all of this. I do not enjoy Volkswagens very much. They're kind of a stinky car. Mm-hmm. 
kind of a stinky car. Mm-hmm. So that's that that might be one one to maybe avoid. It's like kind of beat up Volkswagens. When yeah, when we say German cars, we mean Audis, BMWs, Mercedes, Porsches. Yeah, like high end German cars. We're not yeah. talking about like e- even you know, like a Mercedes like base C class, dude. Like it yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be a loaded up performance model. But no, like, no, no, no. I'm just I'm just saying like the the higher end. Even brands. even Audis, by the way, if I had to pick, I wouldn't pick Audi Volkswagen. Their parts are really expensive. You, it's really tricky to get around that. Yes, but I still like Audis. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Audis. But Euro cars, I should honestly include this rant to be like Euro cars because I would yeah. include Volvo in that. I quite like Volvo. Oh yes, I the new really ones like are very nice. And yeah. even like granted, like they're after. owned by Fiat Chrysler, but um, Alfa Romeo they operate and pretty independently, dude. Hmm? They they're pretty independent. They are. Like, but they're still technically like if you look at their, um, you know, center consoles and stuff like that, and you load up their touchscreens or whatever, it looks exactly the same as a Chrysler Pacifica. Oh, I don't like knowing that. That's ruined it for me. Yes, yeah, I hate the Pacifica. Yeah, it's a stupid eggmobile. Anyways, okay. Well, what do we got going on in motorsport? Uh, motorsport wise, first. Why do of I all, keep saying motorsport like motorsport? Motorsport. I keep doing. You that. put uh, um, S H talking like i got peanut butter in the roof of my mouth okay oh, yeah. what is going on in mo- <laughs> what is going on in the world of motorsport right now so uh first point and you mentioned this to me i mm. had no idea this was even happening was nascar and Le Mans. Ooh, ooh, ooh. yes 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 i don't know if you you how <laughs> i've dropped my phone god damn it okay listen listen so I don't know if you folk at home w- would have heard this, but uh, you definitely heard the phone drop, but I don't know if you would have heard the news. So, so so listen, so yeah, basically what's happened here is NASCAR has entered a bid into Le Mans, yes. and they're going to be running the full 24 hours with a NASCAR, like a NASCAR Cup Series car, yep. and they've added headlights and, and all the necessary... Lights, all that stuff. Yeah, Rips, the necessary things. Wiper, to, yeah, but it's going to compete in its own class. So I think they call it class 56 or something like that. I don't know what the hell it's called. But it doesn't directly compete with anybody else. It just sort of competes as um, an exhibition or a test sort of car, I guess, or spectator or something. So I think unofficially they'll kind of run it as like an overall like thing in the standings and just see how it goes. It reminds me a lot of the Nissan Delta Wing. I don't know if you remember that project from years I ago. Do, reminds yeah. me a lot about that because it never really competed in a class, but it com- competed overall with everything else. It's actually a really good car. It Towards is, yeah. the end, before they shut that program down, it was starting to do good. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the feeling with this. And it was kind of uh, designed to generate interest worldwide for NASCAR and to show it that it's not this country bumpkin car anymore. They've got independent suspension. They have everything that normal functioning cars have these days. Fuel gauges, that's a big ad in the world of NASCAR. They finally have things like this. Seatbelts, I guess. So... It's funny that like how often or like how long they went without a lot of these things. Like I don't think they had a fuel gauge till 2017, right? Something yeah. like that. They had nothing. Okay, how many? How long has it been since they've been running the the five lug system? And then they're like, oh, we should change the center locks. Yeah, they, they did center locks America last year. Lost their mind. They did. A lot of people were mad, and it didn't really make much sense because the center locks were great. But then what happened was they went to a lower profile tire, and all the tires kept blowing up because Goodyear didn't do a good job engineering them. <laughs> no, they did. So now they did not. But then everybody was like, oh, those damn center locks. It's like, no, it's not the center locks. It's because it's a low-profile tire. You went from like an 18-inch tire wall 
<laughs> to like just a normal people tire. I don't, yeah. By the way, I don't know why they didn't go with Michelin. Michelin's had that no tech idea. engineered for how long now? And they're the best? Years. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. and then uh, funny enough, NASCAR owns IMSA. I'm saying a lot right now, but NASCAR owns IMSA. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to put those two together or at least give teams a choice in tire manufacturer, which would be very interesting. Old that early would be th- very interesting. Old um, early 2000s F1 did that. It did not work out in the end, but it was very interesting for the time being because people yeah. had Bridgestone or uh, Pirelli, I want to say. Yeah. Anyways, going back to this, it's designed to promote NASCAR. That's the whole point of this and to get people to understand that it's actually a really good series. Yeah. It's not a country bumpkin series anymore. There are many, many road courses on the schedule this year, all of which are always fantastic. Circuit of the Americas is so much better NASCAR than F1. And if you're a NASCAR, uh, an F1 fan at home, hear me out on that. Cause like last year's race at Coda was so much better for NASCAR. So much. Wasn't even close to no. three and car battle for first for the last couple laps. Yeah. Like, and if you just insane. look at if you look at the track limits from F1 compared to NASCAR, oh, they are yeah. they are so beyond comparison. Like the the track limits for NASCAR, as long as you're not in the wall, you're fine. Pretty well. And you can just make contact with people whenever you want. Oh, if yeah. somebody gets spun out, it's like eh. Yeah. Where she goes, man. Yeah. Like you could be, Which is frustrating sometimes, but it yes. is. You could be flying down that back straight and pit maneuver someone doing, you know, 150, 200 miles an hour. And they'd be like, oh, well, that sucks. You know, I guess they better get that turned around and back on the race. Yeah. If if you blink at someone the wrong way in Formula One, you're like, oh, five second penalty. Yeah, it's like, well, that was intent to injure. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's nuts that way. But I think it's a very good exhibition for NASCAR. Although the livery sucks. It is I, ugly, I dude. really hope they changed, they changed up the livery. It's bad. It's bad. It's like this the silver and the, with this the, stupid blue. Yeah. It's like not a nice blue, too. It's like a it's like a Tums blue. Yeah. Kind of. I was going to say, it's it's like the the blue from the stock like production series Camaro got watered down. Yeah, it's with like, like a very medical looking blue. Yeah. It's weird. And then they've got that weird goldy sort of... The beige? bronze, yeah, bronze, the, the bronzish, goldish, beige thing, whatever they have it looks on there. Beige. I I like the idea of having a gold accent on that car, but not with the blue, and yeah, not with the silver, and it's not really that gold. Do no. like a gold foil, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that would be what sweet. Was that, what was that Blanc Plain um, Lamborghini of Miami? Uh, Lamborghini of Miami uh, Gallardo Squadra Course. Yes. That one. It was like foil gold. Yeah, it was like the last year of the Gallardo, the, yeah. the GT one. It was oh, really God, nice. Oh, that was so sick. That thing was nasty. That was so good. Do that. Good What's r- just do the whole car, reflective gold chrome. It'd be <laughs> unreal. It'd be unreal. But like, I mean, just imagine but it's a Chevy of- Camaro, right? So, like, and that's their color is gold. So, if yeah. you just did gold, black, and white, yep. that's a nasty car. Imagine that's going really down nice. the the uh, no no. Imagine going down the uh, whatever the Lasarth Strait or whatever the hell it's yeah, called at right? fucking two o'clock in the morning in a prototype car and this bright gold chrome Camaro 
pulls out in front of you and you get blinded because it just reflects back at you. Well, every all the uh, prototype cars are going to be passing it. So imagine they're just like, they have to turn their headlights off to go around this thing. Just, oh my God, I'm blind. So maybe that's one adjustment is they'll have to make the back of it a different color. But like, honestly, what is so wrong? I don't know. I mean, that, that could be a, a good competitive advantage for that Camaro if it was... To blind everybody so exactly. just crashes behind you all the time. Wow, they're really having trouble with that corner back there. Know, yeah. It's the weirdest thing. The Acura prototype just went straight into the wall. <laughs> it didn't even <laughs> slow down. It didn't even break. It was weird. <laughs> coming up to the second chicane, the Acura is still coming. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Use geez. the brakes, A sir. lot of missed apexes with that car. <laughs> but the livery sucks. They got to change it. I hope they do. They've said it's their final. I did look it up. They said that's the livery they're going with, and it sucks. It is. Um, it, it's a I don't know why you don't do a rainbow car, like all in NASCAR's colors. Oh, yeah. Like They've done that before for their pace car stuff, and it's like it's sick. In that cup car, by the way, uh, you've got Mike Rockefeller, who you might yep. remember from Corvette Lore. So yep. he raced in Le Mans 2004, 2005, 2007, all the way to 2012, 2018 till now. Teams like Audi, Jost, uh, or whatever you want to say that. He's won best finish overall once, 2010, I believe, with Corvette. Um, I'd have to look that up. Uh, but he's got two class wins. And, wow. I mean, he raced the C7 Corvette as well. Uh, then you've got ye old Jimmy Johnson, the boy, the boy, he will be in the car and yep. none other than, and this is an interesting one and I wish I would have led with it because I feel like a goddamn idiot. Oh. Jensen Button. Oh, really? Yeah. Very, he's, very, very he's interesting. He's going to be in that car. He's going to be in a NASCAR cup car. Wow. Yes. Very interesting. So you have Jimmy Johnson, possibly the best NASCAR driver of all time. Very much in the top two. Very much in the top he, two. He's the most decorated NASCAR driver of all time. That's a yep. guarantee. Yep. Uh, you've got Jensen Button, who's a very underrated driver. Um, Formula One world champion, right? Yep. Incredible driver. And you've got Mike Rockenfeller, who is honestly a very, very solid, well-established endurance racer. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is with, with Rockenfeller, he's... And he's got a strong GM background. He does. Ha he's got a strong GM background. He's done NASCAR, so he's used to the cars. So mm. he understands how the cars themselves handle. He's done DTM. Yeah, I've he did DTM. That's right. Because uh, DTM was was big because that's front wheel drive. Old school DTM too, right? Like yep. real DTM. Yeah, yeah, real DTM. Not not this new stuff. Um, and he also did uh, IMSA, like the the Sebring and the Daytona, the the mm. endurance racing. Mm. So he's he's got it all. I think he's you know he's going to be a strong player in this uh, in this race for sure. That'll be interesting, man. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So keep an eye out on that. We'll probably post the progress as that comes up. I forget when the race is, March? or No, it's like in the summer or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, when the race is. I just always know a couple weeks before because maybe Forza can take some tips on how to promote an event because Le Mans does a pretty good job. Le Mans but, does a really good job. Um, when that gets closer, we'll definitely be talking about that a lot more because that is going to be a very, very important race this year with all of the changes that is happening in the world of endurance racing to begin with. Especially since that Cadillac's going to be there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they've got um, uh, Villeneuve. Uh, oh, Jacques, Jacques Villeneuve. Villeneuve. He is racing at the top level in FIA WEC. He no signed way. on with Va uh, Van War or whatever, whatever the fuck the team is that's having legal troubles right now with uh, the name. Van Wall, sorry. Okay. So he's racing with Van Wall, um, which is at the top level. And he signed on for a full season. So he is not doing just bits and pieces. I believe he is there every single race. And he's 51. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm very down to see him in there. And he's aggressive as shit, dude. Like he's got that NASCAR in him now. 
So it'll be interesting to see, right? Like, I mean, you got him doing that. You've got Jensen Button doing a what off. Jimmy Johnson is back part time in NASCAR. You've got a lot, a lot of guys coming back. I want to see a one one Pablo Montoya come back. And mm. I don't even know what he's doing this year. I don't even know if he's still racing. I have no clue. I would love to see Mr. Fernando maybe hop into a car for a one off if schedule permits. I don't know if it would. That would be. I know he's he's racing oh, right now. Cool. So maybe a little Sebastian Vettel, maybe a little Seb Vettel. Uh, get him into the new Porsche. The, I would honestly, if why is nobody if, talking about that? Get Seb Vettel in an in endurance the, car yeah, for the most in the nine six three. Yeah, or a one off for like uh, a round of the FIA Championship. Yeah, or twelve hours of Sebring. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, he would love that. That he dude, he's a German driver. He would love that, and I don't really think he's done a lot of that. Honestly, and those guys think, always eat that up, man. They always oh, want to do it after. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like after retirement from from something like Formula One, if you give him a call and you're like, "Hey, do you want to get back behind the wheel for something?" You don't even have oh, to tell them what it is. He might pull a Raikkonen like last year and run a race at NASCAR. Yeah. I could see him doing that, dude, yeah. big time. Because that program's supposed to be huge, and they got a lot of calls. I guess um, uh, who's the motorbike guy? Superbikes Rossi, Valentino Rossi, right? I, I don't know. Valentino Rossi. He's the mo- the best uh, motorbike guy ever. Okay. Whatever. I know. I don't know much about it, but he's supposed to have high interest in racing a NASCAR race next year. Wow. He's fantastic. Okay. That'll um, be interesting. And he wants to race Fia Weck. So he's like, he, I don't even know how to compare him, dude. He's like the Wayne Gretzky of like motorbikes. Mm, wow. Okay. Yes. That's, that's solid. Uh, moving on from, from NASCAR and from Le Mans and stuff like yes. that, um, kind of moving towards formula one, the new 2023 libraries have been announced. Yes. We're all wrapped up now. Yes. What is your favorite? <sighs> Cause I know what the world's favorite is. You know what the world's, I don't know what the world's favorite is. Um, I would say the Aston is the best. Really? Yeah, I would say the ass. Like, if you're gonna, it's very similar to last year's, and people are like, "Jason, you're an idiot." Okay, they changed the paint to like a true metallic paint. Beautiful, yep. right? But it's yep. largely the same one, so it's not as much of like a wow factor. Um, I would say Aston's is the best for, at face value. That's the best library on the grid. It's beautiful. Okay. Okay. Um, best and most welcome change. I'm really starting to love the Alfa Romeo red and black with the elimination of the white. It's just their last one was beautiful, man. It was really nice. Yeah. But the new one, it just looks mean, dude. Um, I think the world's favorite, I would have to guess, is the Mercedes. Yes. It's just a black car. Yes. Well, it is sick. It is really sick. sick. So uh, one of the things with Mercedes, and one of the reasons why people are losing their mind about the Mercedes is because it's there's so little paint on it. Yeah. And that takes away a lot of weight. Yeah. And that's what I'm not sure about yeah i don't know how much that'll help yeah and i don't know when formula one steps in because why wouldn't everybody else just do it because that's what alpha's trying to do that's why they went to black but like yeah but like how much does it like i know teams say it helps enough um especially when it comes down to quality and stuff like that that's kind of where it makes the most impact but i mean when does formula one step up and say well, we're going to have a balance of power for the amount of paint that you have on your car slash you have to have your entire paint on like your car yeah. has to be painted yeah because it's formula one dude eventually holes get patched oh, happens 100%. all the time so yeah. if you have this boring monotonous field of black cars sponsors are going to be pissed f1's going to get pissed and then they're just going to stop doing it yep 
So Makes we'll see. Sense. I don't know. I don't know. If there's a big difference before the season starts, I could totally see F1 stepping in. There's no reason they can't at any point in the year and just say, yeah, you have to paint, have paint on the car. I don't think rules and regs wise, I don't see a reason why they couldn't just step in. You've also got McLaren, which has had like a bunch of concerns and a bunch of stuff in the news confirming that they're going to be in way more trouble this year. Uh, the overall feeling is it's it's not... McLaren doesn't have the most confidence going into the season on where their car is going to be, which, I mean, compared to Aston Martin, who is saying, oh, like, we think we're going to break free of the midfield and all this stuff and be or battling in the top four. Like, okay, that's completely two different narratives. So uh, I would be thinking... Aston will be where McLaren wanted to be. I think Aston will be battling for third overall in the constructors. If, if they're going to be digging for that top spot, because if they're that good during the season, mm. they're going to want to push for that second or, or top spot, which we both know isn't going to happen, especially with Red Bull and Mercedes. No, and, and even, uh, what the hell is the other one right now that people, oh, Ferrari is going to be pretty Ferrari, good too. Yeah, Obviously, but um, so if they're going to be battling for third, they're going to be most likely battling between Red Bull, Mercedes, or Ferrari. Those are going to be the three teams that Aston's going to be going after, right? Right, right. So driver-wise, who do you think, like, Lewis Hamilton, obviously, is an extremely skilled driver. Yeah. Um, Max Verstappen has taken two world titles now. Right. So... Aston Martin is able to compete with those three. What driver do you think is going to have the best chance Alonso. against Alonso? No question. Okay. Yeah, it's not even close. Lance won't be anywhere in that fight, um, although he's okay. I think it'll be Mr. Senor Fernando. Yes. It, it just, that's that's who their number one is going to be. He brings stability to the team. He's kind of the perfect amount of like scrappy as well. Like, he should suit the car well for how they're developing it, is my feeling, which is a goddamn shame because I wish they would have done this when Seb was there, for God's sake, because I, I think Seb would have a better go at this than Fernando. Yeah. They're both good, but like you can see, you saw towards the end of last year, Seb was battling, dude. Like he was like in well in the top 10 for many races. And it was like, oh, my engine blew up. It's like, oh, like the guy would be like, uh, he led a couple laps last year, I think, right? Yeah. And it was like everything was coming up Millhouse and he was looking great. And it's, oh, my tires fell off. You're like, oh, <laughs> like, or there was like a bad pit stop decision. Stupid. Their team principal, stay Mike. Out, stay out. Stay out. Stay out. Stupid Mr. Uh, uh, their team principal's name is Mike Crack. Which, oh, yes. Yes. And he's actually supposed to be okay. But I, I don't know. Every once in a while, they just make stupid decisions. So anyways, yeah. um, I think. Aston is going to be one heck of a team. I think McLaren's going to continue to be a disappointment. I don't much care for McLaren anyway, so it's really not that big of a deal for me. Um, I know you kind of like McLaren. I, I like McLaren as a company. I, I As much as I enjoy McLaren as a Formula One team, I, I don't really care. I'm very indifferent. I don't know. I just, I, I'm the same way. I'm kind of indifferent with their F1 program specifically. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like them as, a, as, a, as an automotive manufacturer. Which I know has nothing. Oh, to do I with quite their... like. I quite like. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. I, I the P one was what really won me over. That's one of my mm. favorite cars ever. It's just perfect. That's fair. So, um, anyways, we're we're gonna get into our 
favorite segment. Oh, yes. Oh, it's your turn this week. It is my turn this week. It is your turn this week for the segment. Yes. And it is cue the music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is the segment? Fuck that car. You have to say the full thing. Like the segment. Welcome to the. Welcome to the segment of fuck that car. There you go. Okay. And this week's car is the Ford Maverick. Mmm, I really hate the Ford Maverick. Stinky. The it's small Ford the small, truck. The small, the, the shoe truck. It doesn't um, look like a shoe. It, it looks does. like a slipper. Yeah, like, you know, you go to Walmart and you're like, hmm, I need a slipper that I can use, and this one's made of rubber, so perfect. Yeah, it My looks like one of those stupid slippers with the rubber sole on it. I feel this is a car that is similar to the Mercedes Egg. Um, <laughs> it's not actually called the Egg, it's the EQS. Uh, but the reason eggs, eggs, the reason why I have an issue with, uh, these two cars and specifically why we're focusing on the Ford Maverick, you know, you, you put a lazy boy in the back of a Maverick and your fuel economy goes from reasonable to absolutely awful. Yes, dude. It, it has like a, a, a power wheels engine in the front of it. It's yeah. horrible. It's a little tykes truck. Yes. It's terrible. And it has no towing capacity. No. It has no hauling capacity. No. Or, or whatever. Like when you, you're right, the minute it's you a put unibody. stuff in it, it's not a body on frame. It's a unibody, and that's why that's it's why. so terrible. Yeah. Like I understand that you're trying to make something small and something fuel efficient, and you're like, oh, okay, well, this is a truck for the city person. City people don't want trucks. City people don't want trucks. City people do want trucks. They want the big one. Yes. If yes. a city person wants a truck, they're going to buy an F-350 real truck, and they're going to lift the shit out of it just because they can. Are they ever going to take it off-road? No. Are they ever going to tow with it? No, because now the towing hitch is six feet in the air. Yes. They're not going to tow with it. They're going to they're gonna buy a Ford Maverick, and they're going to be like, oh, it's a truck for a city person. No, it's a truck for fucking millennials that don't know what they want in life. Yes. This That's is, what it is. And or for, for the 65-year-old person who's just like, I want to buy a truck because I remember back in the day. Yeah, and, it's you know, also a lease special where it is people are going to lease it for their business and then throw it away 100%. like that's pretty much it but like it's kind of a force a car because nobody really knows who it's for no who's the car for yeah i honestly i wouldn't be surprised if that was a if that was a, a dlc car in the next oh i would Ford's vomit expansion. i would vomit if imagine we get that, that car ford ford maverick, maverick xlt no thank you dude i cannot it's terrible and it's ugly it's hideous it is, it is not a good looking truck horrific and i think what what frustrates me is first of all the ford maverick name was a muscle car like if you mm. if you bought a maverick back in in the 70s you were buying something that you would actually go out and enjoy and now they're like oh yeah ford maverick we're gonna bring back the name maverick and the thing that pissed me off is when they first released it they didn't tell them or they didn't tell the public what they were releasing. They just said, we're bringing back the Maverick name, and everyone lost it. They're like, holy shit, this is exciting. And they're like, yeah, we're going to put it on a small unibody pickup truck that competes with the Hyundai Santa Cruz. And now you want to take a swim in the lake. <laughs> Deep swim in the lake. Deep swim in the lake. Like, oh, yeah. Christ, is, there, is there ice above me? Perfect. Perfect. This is when I want to swim. Yeah. Well, I don't want to surface. I hate that car. Yes. I quite hate Fuck that car. car. Yeah. Stupid. Anyway, I do not like the stupid Ford Maverick. Ford Maverick stinks. Stinks, stinks, stinks. Stinks, stinks. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Uh, what I hope doesn't stink is that DLC. Uh, yes, that's very true. I hope that's enjoyable. Um, I know it's going to be enjoyable to a point, but again, it's that... You know, we'll see. I think my take will be right. I think so. 
I think my take will be right. I don't think it'll be a, any of the two extremes. I can't see it being that bad. If it's if it's rally based, it should be all right. Should yeah. be decent. But uh, if not, um, I I don't know. Right. If not, we'll have a whole other show being like we're stupid. I just can't see that happening. I think we've pretty much nailed it. So we'll see. We'll post it. We'll post some more info about it. Um, keep an eye out on the pages as usual. We'll have some fun stuff coming. We're on YouTube now. We, we are, are on, on YouTube. YouTube. We have no video of anything, but if nope. you want to listen to the podcast on a different platform, we are on YouTube. We will eventually have some more videos coming. We still have our IMSA video from the summer that will eventually be on there, but that's a pain in the butt. Yeah, uh, it's a edit. lot of editing to go through. It's a lot that. of editing. That was oh, a yeah. really fun trip, though. But uh, that channel exists. Uh, look out on TikTok. Uh, you can follow us on everything. Everything that you can think of, we are at Forza World. So yes. check it out. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we are on all of it. Um, expect to see some more reels, some more fun little things, some TikToks, YouTube shorts, whatever the hell that is. I guess that's a thing now. It's basically just TikToks. It's on a different like that. So yeah, anyways, we'll be on that kind of thing, doing our, our dizzle. I've been listening to the Snoop Dogg. I can tell. I quite like. Why has there been no Snoop Dogg in Forza? Because the, the creators at Playground Games don't have taste. It's true. All the rap stations we've ever had have been trash. Stink. I've never liked like two rap songs ever. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, there was the one Kendrick song where I was like, okay, cool, you got Kendrick on But it's here. not like, it's but like it, purely got... just to get him. It wasn't like a good song of his. No. Like, put on Mad City. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm driving around to that. Do any of that. Do some old school rap. Get some Wu-Tang. Get some Wu-Tang going up. Yeah, lovely. Smith & Wesson. Smith & Wesson, some Nas. Yeah. Uh, some Red Man might be a bit much for that Forza. Might be it, uh, yeah. Red Man might be a bit, bit much. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Maybe we'll do a show about that, the radio stations and what, we, what we'd like. Uh, what what music, music should be in. Yes. We can make a post for that. But anyways, well, I mean, hey, episode 13, lucky number 13, Forza World Podcast. It's been a good one. It has been a good one. Thank you very much for joining. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. A lot of kids busting lines, but they had no taste. Some said Quest was whack, but now is that the case? I have a quest to have a mic in my hand. Without that, it's like Kryptonite and Superman. So Shaheed come in with the sugar cuts. Fight